Well, I'd like to welcome to CJ in conversation in my best BBC voice. <laughs> welcome to James Lloyd. Oh, thank you very much. And that was very formal. <laughs> very formal. But it's not James Lloyd, is it? It's Lloydy. Everybody calls me Lloydy. <laughs> welcome to the show, Lloydy. Thank you very much, CJ. And it's great to have you have you here. Oh, it's always nice to drop in here. <laughs> it's always great. I always get a cup of tea as well. I always cup of yeah, tea. Cheaper than going to Costa. <laughs> but it's always finding people to come on and having a chat to me because I love to hear people's stories. And you sort of tweeted to me that you were doing a course and it's coming up and could I do a shout out? And it's always difficult when you're not wanting to sell things on social media. So mm. for me, it was come on to this show and tell me all about what it is, who you do, who, what, where, when and how. And hopefully that's something that, you know, people who are in your network are going to be able to see. And uh, they'll find out a bit about who you are and put on your website. So it's, tell me a bit about what it is that you do. Well, uh, in a big kind of umbrella fashion, essentially I do uh, anything to do with creativity and presentation. Uh, I've been working in radio for 16 years now. I know, I moisturise, okay, <laughs> so much younger. Um, who am I kidding? Uh, so radio has been a very large passion of mine, but through that time, I've got involved in so many other things, and they've kind of branched off. For example, neurolinguistic programming, or NLP, back in, goodness me, I think 2003, I interviewed Paul McKenna, the TV hypnotist, who uh, is a living in LA and, and living said, the life and now. Said, go do an NLP course. Yeah, it's funny you should say that. I I mentioned NLP to him mm. and I said, do you know much about it? And he said, well, he said, my company is the largest trainer of practitioners in Europe. And I said, well, we should talk. So we, we went for a drink and Paul McKenna used to work as a radio presenter, mm. same uh, kind of deal as, as me. And I ended up going on one of his courses and then I ended up going on, on several others as well because I found it helped me become a more precise communicator, particularly in my radio efforts. Mm. Off the back of that, the radio companies with uh, which I was working at the time wanted me to help their sales divisions and wanted me to talk at programming conferences about how it can be applied to the radio. Mm. So that became another thing that I did and I found that I really enjoyed doing seminars and workshops and speaking at conferences, particularly when you can give somebody something of value that they can take away and use the very next day. Mm. So a huge fan of that. And then three years ago, uh, I was surfing on YouTube because I'm a massive fan of the American sitcom 30 Rock, which stars someone called Tina Fey, who came to prominence when she was uh, she was doing the impressions of Sarah Palin during the last American presidential election. And I was watching this monologue that she was improvising about ham. That was the only suggestion she got, <laughs> ham. And I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was hilarious. And I thought, well, I wonder if anyone does any improvisation in Nottingham. So I looked that up on Google, uh, simple improv Nottingham search and I found Miss Imp which is the group with whom I now perform. Uh, we have a residency at the local Glee Club which is uh, the big kind of comedy club here in Nottingham and uh, it kind of it, it all snowballed from there. I, mm. I started doing improv courses in New York because I found out that the Upright Citizens Brigade was who Tina Fey had improvised with so I found out how to get on their courses and mm -hmm. I went out twice last year. Um, our improv group has brought over improvisers from the States to do workshops with us as a result and I've ended up doing workshops for other people, um, pure improv workshops and also creativity workshops that involve a bit of improv and a bit of NLP and some of the presentation techniques I've learned through 16 odd years in the media. I mean, I'm a huge fan of sort of spontaneous improvisation 
give mm. it its, its full and, and worthy title. Mm. Um, and the freedom that that gives you when you, your mind has to take disconnected situations and items and put them together to produce a short, small scenario that you banter away with a couple of people, maybe a little tag team. But especially if you're doing presenting or you have to stand up and talk in front of people, it's it's great, great practice, isn't it, for that situation? It is, because if someone in the audience that you're presenting to throws something out that's a bit left field, you can just work with it. You mm. take whatever they've given you and, and you work with it. And uh, that can create some really funny moments. It can create some very odd moments as well, I won't lie. But um, that's a great skill to have and mm. it's so useful. Yeah. And uh, improv is also really useful in when it comes to building creative ideas if you're a company and you're doing one of those brainstorming sessions there are some basic principles of improv and actually they overlap a bit with NLP mm. as well there are the, the very founding principles are brilliant for building ideas because mm. when you're on stage improvising with literally you know you're bringing ideas out of thin air it's very important to accept what your scene partner is giving mm. you and build on it making things physical as well isn't it we're mm. all so used to sitting in workshops um, where you listen to what you're being taught in the class and then you think about it. But if you're asked to stand up on your feet and actually enact some of these things, once your whole body becomes involved in a process, it becomes something very different. And initially, people are very self-conscious about their body. So, you know, improv is going to improve that sort of thing. Absolutely. It definitely helps with physicality and, you know, because you have to create environments out of thin air. Mm. Uh, you know, some of improv you know, overlaps a bit with mime as well. Yeah. But I mean, if I'm ever doing a, oh, goodness, a workshop or even a talk to a conference that's more than about 20 minutes long, even if it's less than 20 minutes, actually, I'll always get the people who are in the audience to do some kind of exercise, even if it is just turning to the person next to them and, mm. and doing a couple of quick bits with them. Yeah. Because I, I think most people learn through doing. Yeah. And I can talk and talk and talk, and I'm perfectly capable of chattering mm. on forever. But if people actually get out and go and do something yeah. and have a bit of fun with it, then they're going to remember it so much more. It's, it extends body space as well, doesn't it? Mm. And I think, sort of, um, if you could just... Just a little bit about NLP, because I know as an improvisation and drama, sort of, I'm very familiar with that. But in terms of neural linguistic programming, it always sounds yeah. a bit scary when you've got the word programming on the end. It, of it. it does. I think the programming bit does make it sound a little bit like, oh, I'm imposing a reality on you, and it shouldn't really be like that at all. Um, the programming is is simply to do with you know, how the brain runs different programs for want of a, a mm. better expression. In that, if you have a, a phobia, for example, that your brain is running a specific fear program. You know, if you're phobic of spiders, you see a spider, you generate uh, some fear chemicals within your body, and then usually your brain is telling your body something, and and the fear snowballs. Mm. So what we try and get people to do is to run a different program, and that is all to do with how you represent your world through the way you see things, hear things, and feel things. And if you can tinker about with those representations of mm. the world you can get a different response. And reclaim control of those things as well. Absolutely. I mean, it, the, the, the fundamental part of NLP is actually it's a personal freedom mm. thing. You should be able to uh, be free from the kind of negative thoughts and the, the negative consequences of those thoughts, importantly, uh, that happen. So NLP is, is not about imposing your reality on someone else. In fact, if people are using NLP for that, a, they're using it badly, B, they'll get short-term results, and C, in the long term, nobody's going to want to go anywhere near that person. <laughs> they're, just, they're just going to be the person in the corner that everyone thinks is weird. You know, yeah. your, your job, if you do any kind of NLP, yeah. is, is to help facilitate ch a positive change in other people. And that, that works in, in sales, yeah. 
But again, in sales, you've got to, you know, people talk about the win-win situation, which is a horrible, cheesy term, but actually you've, you've got to be offering something that, that other person wants in order to influence them and in order to create a situation where not only you close a sale, but then you go on to close mm. many more in years to come. So you've got some courses coming up. Yes, there's, um, I, these, I mean, I love doing these. These mm. are so much fun. I was, I, <laughs> I did, um, I'm, I've, I've got... Sharing knowledge is a great thing, isn't it? I love it, doing courses and it, it's, yes, it's, it, you end up having to charge, you want to charge a fee because you need to cover your time, mm. you need to cover your preparation, but to be able to share that knowledge with someone and for them to go out and make use of that, it's, it's a very satisfying thing. Oh, absolutely. If I didn't have to eat, I didn't free. Uh, it's, it's that simple because I have it's, so much fun doing You have an things. arts background, don't you? An entertainment <laughs> industry background. If absolutely. we could, if we could, we'd absolutely. Do it for free. I only ever do things I really enjoy. <laughs> it's, it's one of my rules in life. And, you know, I've survived so far. So mm. um, that's good. Uh, on October 29th, I'm doing a thing called NLP's Greatest Hits because I know okay. there are a lot of people who don't necessarily want to spend a week or, you know, several weeks learning NLP and becoming a practitioner. But there are loads of really useful techniques that I know mm. I've had friends say to me, well, why don't you just teach some of the, the really kind of the biggies, you know, like the phobia cure and, and some of the influence stuff and just roll it into a day. And... I love that title, Greatest Hits. It's like yeah. one-hit wonders. Well, um... I've got a radio background, so I thought, well, I'm a radio presenter. I'm calling it NLP's Greatest Hits. So, I love it. So um, it is, literally, I'll, I'll talk about phobia cures, how to make yourself more confident, you know, some of the influence technology that NLP has. There will probably be some little important exercises rolled in as well mm. to help people remember it all. But the idea is it'll be one day where people can get a whole bunch of techniques that they can take away and use the next day, mm. the next week, the next month, the next year, whenever they want mm. to. And that's, I mean, I, I'm doing that for, what is it, £37. Um, uh, that discount ends at, on the 3rd of October, importantly. Um, it's on the 29th. It's going to happen in Nottingham. And uh, it'll be, you know, huge fun, huge fun to do. And people can email me about it from my website as well. Yeah, and uh, your website is? Lloydie.net. That's double L-O-Y-D-I-E. And you're also on Twitter. I am. I love tweeting. <laughs> I lo I, it does get a bit silly, be warned. Um, but that's Lloydie J-L. Uh, so double L-O-Y-D-I-E J-L. Um, and I've got another course happening not until March next year, and that's in London, which is all. It's a whole day about influence and persuasion, mm -hmm. which I'm doing ethical influence and persuasion, very importantly. Liking which, the ethical uh, bit about it. Which is, yeah, well, it's really important. Actually. Ethics are very important, yeah. and I think um, it kind of gets hidden behind the whole politics with a small p mm. term as well. But ethics and going forward in business and how social media and technology and you know sort of all this developing culture at the moment mm. of especially in technology, how we apply and practice it ethically is really important. Oh, absolutely. You can use, well, not just NLP, but you can use social media and all kinds of other things to, to get one over on people once. But you know what? They, they won't be fooled twice. Yeah. Whereas if you work with people and offer them things that actually are of value to their life, yeah. that they are going to get some value out of themselves, they'll come back mm. to you and then you create lasting relationships. And so who should come on your courses? Who, who is it for? Well, the, uh, the NLP's greatest hits is for people who are curious about NLP, okay. who are interested in some of the things that you can do in terms of confidence and in terms of influence. The, the influence course in, in March is particularly good for 
people who have uh, who need to use influence on a daily basis, whether it be salespeople, but also people who, for example, are professional presenters. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's very useful for them. And in terms of the other creativity stuff I do in the improv courses that I do and the creativity coaching I do, that's for anyone who uses creativity in their work and maybe sometimes feels like they're getting a bit stuck and who needs a few more strategies to mm. kind of help them get through that wall. So there's getting over walls and getting over humps. But I think yeah. I did a very short NLP course um, for confidence um, when I first started in business. And I know one thing that I always do say about confidence courses is the people who need to be on them often are too shy to step up and come on mm. them. So I think if someone wants to come on your course and they're not quite sure, they can message you on Twitter, they can yeah. email you and find out if it's the right thing for them. Or even if they do come along, they mm. can come up to you at the beginning of the session and kind of say, oh, I'm a bit shy, I've not done this before. And that's perfectly, it's good to know oh, those things. It's it? great to know those yeah. things. And if people do, I mean, they can chat to me on email, on the phone, uh, whatever. And I can, I can help them before they come on the course if they want to. Just mm. get the kind of feeling and motivation to actually yeah. come on it as well if they're a little bit reticent because they're shy around because no I, I learned i learned a lot from it and you know at the time i got over a bit more of my sort of self-consciousness and lacking in self-worthness and but i could really see how that would make a really big difference to people who are having you know especially if you've just lost your job or you've just been made redundant or you've just come out of a relationship sometimes you just need to find a way of being able to recondition yourself to think about yourself again. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that's a, a really important thing. Sometimes yeah. you, you know, particularly when life gives you a knock, and it, it does that to everybody, you just need some kind of impetus or motivation to get back into into your groove, into mm. your natural kind of flow state where things are good and things are happy. I'm so glad you came in to talk to me about it. Oh, thank you for um, having it me. It sounds like a brilliant course. So it's the 20... 29th of October for NLP's Greatest Hits. And yeah. it's www.loidy.net. Thanks so much, Loidy. Thank you, CJ.